We are Science Fiction Remnant, Season 2, a podcast for sci-fi lovers spanning across books, movies, TV shows, and games. Music provided by the Atlas. BlindKnowledge.com Movie Raw Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Science Fiction Remnant, Season 2. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you find this episode as exciting to listen to as it was for us to create for you. But before we start this episode, I want to take this opportunity to present to you some podcasts we think you might enjoy. Hi there, my name is Chris. I'm the host of the Cult Film Companion Podcast. We are the home of movies that are off, under, and ahead of the cinematic radar. I'm a firm believer that a cult movie can come from any time period, any director, any movie studio, and covers a wide variety of genres, often within one single movie. It's all about the legacy that these movies have built up over time. Tune into the Cult Film Companion, and remember to keep it cult. But don't drink the Kool-Aid, because it'll make you sick. Or kill you. Take care. That is the scuttlebutt. You can't have the scuttle without the butt. That's right, Scuttlebutt Nation. You're listening to the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. Tonight we have a, a really great topic. Join Roe, Shanti, and Brad as they discuss and dive deep on all the geek topics everyone is talking about. I almost got into a fight with someone on Twitter today because that never happens. Thoughtful breakdowns on movie favorites, streaming, geek pop culture. I'm pretty sure the next episode is going to be Max Rebo's backstory. And all the hidden gems every nerd loves. I do think it's a really cool idea. Download, listen, and subscribe to the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. Oh, nice. A member of the Red 5 Network. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, um, that, was, that was very w- good wordplay though <laughs> well it was very accurate because you know at the <laughs> beginning it. <laughs> it, it was very hard to to un- understand at the beginning so yeah that was very accurate <laughs> oh my god to me that was funny that was good company i think <laughs> Uh, hello and welcome. Uh, I am your host, Robert, and welcome to another episode. Welcome, welcome. And this is Captain Chaos, Gio. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was, it's fun. And, well, it's the first one that I can tell everybody here that is listening. You got no excuse to tell me you couldn't watch it. And I got a disclaimer. If you do not like this, uh, this movie, um, this was recommended by Captain Chaos. So Let don't... me put it this way. <laughs> you can watch it on your pool break and got a lot of time left. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I have to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, we, 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 are, we are still rayless. Rayless. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he is um, based on uh, our engagement uh, so you, far. He's you doing could say, You could say that he's Ray-Ban. 
our, our very uh, our very own uh, math scientist uh, is still uh, recuperating. So, um, well, I'm actively trying to drive him mad, <laughs> just to help him accomplish his attributes. Hey, it's like I said, chaos will chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Gio, what have you been watching that is sci-fi related? Uh, well, gladly it's not being New Worlds with my cool wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this week, I've been watching actually Isekais, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I, know. I am addicted I to Isekais. I don't know if this necessarily will be sci-fi, I think could be you know well you, you know you way how reported out of it why not <laughs> it, it, it depends there's some isekais that are by nature well isekai by nature is fantasy right yeah uh, but there are some isekais that are science fiction and there's one in particular that i am dying for our very own math scientist to come back so we could do which one uh, the uh, uh atomic games are bad for mobs That sounds familiar. I don't remember. <laughs> He's uh, it, it it deals with mecha. It deals with the uh, spaceships. It, it deals. You gotta with... send me the link for that one, bro. But you'll I've remember. Been watching, I've been watching. Uh, got a new skill in another world and make me over op on this real world. That is a really good one. That is actually fantasy. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, isekai by nature is is fantasy, but um, in it. it, it some of them are sci-fi, and I am addicted, 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 addicted to isekai. So, nice. uh, what else, man? But I mean, I haven't been watching much uh, more than than that. I watch other anime too, but it's I think it's just, it's fantasy too. Uh, Hell's Paradise. You might like that one. Yeah, I'm gonna and, and catching up with Demon Slayer, which <laughs> you, you like it. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the one that I was gonna tell you about. Uh, but what have I been watching? Well, we watched this little Korean film uh, called Jong E. Yeah. <laughs> Gio, can you explain to the audience what happened? <laughs> the most heroic <laughs> sex doll ever, bro. Well, not you, you. I know you're gonna. You, you were gonna the gravitate Bravo, towards that. The Parafos and Johnny Bravo edition. He says, "Oh, mama." <laughs> well, you know, basically, because since Captain Chaos always gravitates towards that, let me explain what really happened. Right? <laughs> I saw this trailer. Actually, I saw this trailer back when the film was uh, announced. Uh, it's a next Netflix uh, film, and I had it in a in the back burner. I was like, "Okay, this seems really, really cool." And uh, recently, I reached out to Gio. It's like, do you know what? This this film is, it looks, by the trailer, it looks freaking amazing. We have and to watch this. And at the end this. of the movie, he said, He's, this really, really is not cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, we were going to record an episode on it. And but Robert was disturbed. <laughs> I, yeah. I was very disturbed. I don't think I could do it justice uh, because I was very disturbed. So... What is the justice to say that you were... And aside from that, um, I, I was watching... Well, actually, we were watching uh, Strange New World Season 2, the last episode, Season <laughs> 4, 
was freaking amazing. Uh, and of course, I, I, you're stolen my lines. I said that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, I'm watching <laughs> season five of the Next Generation. So yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot. I want to say it here on air. Mm. I think I forgot the comics that I bought in your house. <laughs> <laughs> That was for Harley Quinn, I think. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I got to check. I don't think I've seen it, but I'll check. Uh, okay, so should we go into the next segment? I think maybe. We don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> Here we go. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. <laughs> we are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Monorats. We are One Accord Level 2 Podcast. This is Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable and Open Pike Night. This is Sci-Fi. And on this segment, if you are new to our show, basically what we do is we have a hashtag where we feature sci-fi. It's all about the love of sci-fi. The hashtag is this is sci-fi. And in some systems, you can't really have hashtags. So we have actually created a chat group. Uh, this is sci-fi chat group. And Gio, I am really loving the engagement. If you are on the oh, internet, yeah. you are aware that uh, Meta uh, just released uh, the new uh, system similar to, to Twitter called Threads. Yeah. And uh, we um, opened up our account. And we are beyond ecstatic. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of engagement on Twitter. Nice and... design. Nice design, actually. I'm sorry? It has a very, very nice design. It looks very neat. Yes, yes. Aesthetics. I, I, I really... like the aesthetics of the app, too. The aesthetics are amazing. Uh, but basically, um, we, we still have, obviously, the, the uh, engagement in Twitter. Uh, and just before you ask, we are not going to leave Twitter. Um, we're just adding another medium for you for for the interaction. But I, I do could put it. I can put it this way too. For us too, the excitement too is, even though we like Twitter, we our more personal lives revolve more around Instagram. Yeah. And having this tool so interconnected, I mean, I can share my stories now on Threads. That's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. So, so it's, I mean, it's a, it's a great plus, actually. I think that is fantastic. Uh, great addition. Yeah. It. And it's booming. The chat is booming because now everybody, there's a place to be. So, yeah, we, we do have now a chat. Uh, this is Sci-Fi Chat, and we call that the Sci-Fi Console, uh, which we already had it in Twitter, and it's still booming in Twitter. Uh, we just yes. opened it up in Instagram. So, and for those of you that don't know the sci-fi console, if you have problems in your sci-fi life, you come to us and we'll give you console. We'll send, <laughs> we'll send the, we'll send the Jedi's to the. We'll tell you what was canon and what was not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just wanted to mention, if you uh, never heard of this before, uh, which um, I don't know how because we're we're always on it. But if you never heard of it before and you're interested, uh, DM me. DM the, the um, Sci-Fi Remnant uh, channel, either on Twitter or on Instagram, uh, and okay. let me know that you're interested in joining the Sci-Fi Council, and um, I can let you in. All you have to do is make sure that you follow us. Um, other, otherwise, I'm 
I won't be able to add you. I, Are I, you going to tell them about the, the secret procedure too to allow them to enter the council? Yeah. You, you have to... Um, um, what Robert is it? Is gonna, Robert is force sensitive. Uh, he's an undercover <laughs> Qui-Gon. So he's going to sense it for him. If you're a Sith, he's going to try to be antagonizing with you. But don't worry. I'm a Sith Lord. You, you'll still you'll still in. I mean, if if, if we have Captain <laughs> Chaos here, he's the Sith Lord. Yeah, with you, a you, Beskar sword. <laughs> you can get in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's one more. And, and of course, you know, we have our Discord channel that we invite you to join in and, and so late over there all the time, man. join the conversation. We're always in it. As a matter of fact, we always do watch parties that John E. Um, we did a watch party on it and you missed out on watching Robert disturb it. And this is off records now. <laughs> it is. Yes. So next time, uh, you know, you, you, you make sure you sign in to our uh, discord <laughs> uh, server, uh, because that way you won't miss me being disturbed by a movie. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and of course uh, we have uh, we still have our hotline uh, that is one three zero five five six three six three three four. Go ahead and call yep. that number. As a matter of fact, post now. Call that number. Leave us a message, and I'll play that message on our next episode. Hell yes. Hell yeah. And before you move, actually, to the next one, because it's kind of a shout-out, but it's connected to that This Is Sci-Fi, which I wanted to share. Uh, we have here a podcast that I'm actually interested to listen to. We follow each other, and they're always engaged with us. I never heard of them, but now I want to hear them because I went and checked their profile and everything, and it looks pretty cool. They call Doom Generation Podcast. Nice. Have you heard of them? Uh, it sounds very familiar. I might as well just, I, I think I might have added it and haven't had a chance. Yeah, there's so many good podcasts out there and, and I'm, I'm like fully booked on. <laughs> I, I wanted to give them a shout out, uh, uh, but also like bring together the conversation about this sci-fi because that's how I found them actually. Yeah. Uh, and everybody go and check them out. It looks pretty fun. The description is like uh, two friends that like to, Watch movies that ruin their lives. That's what he says. From <laughs> the description, it's nice. fun as hell. Nice. It looks fun as hell. Uh, and I mean, that's how you get to have fun, like talking with people that are—they're always engaging in our conversations that I never noticed. You know? Yeah. So I want to go and check them out. Also, Robopulp. Yes. How funny it is when I was saying the AI things, and then we just started like I didn't know he was into the the, the AI, and, and then I checked like he had actually. Those graphics do, just like I do. Yeah. Now, bef know? before we move on to your segment, um, I want to close out This is Sci-Fi <clears throat> by saying, um, if you're not familiar what we are trying to do, right? So you you have the hashtag, This is Sci-Fi. You have, um, we, we have our Discord. We have the Sci-Fi Console um, chat group in either Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have our accounts uh, on threads and Twitter and Instagram. So basically what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to unify sci-fi, right? So initially, if you're new, you might not know this, but initially when we started this podcast in season one, um, I would go in and, and try to find that community, try to find that all sci-fi community. And I found the, 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 what I like to call the silos. So, you know, you have that, that Star Trek community, you have that Star Wars community, you have 
a Babylon 5 community. Um, and <laughs> you have you have the Meg Grover watch Babylon 5 hashtag community. <laughs> so I wanted to have I, remember, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to have a, a place where we can have all of those communities together. And that's where that idea was born from. Uh, and, and one of the things that I can point out as to, you know, one of the goals that I saw come to light is like, I know, for example, there's certain people that, uh, especially in the Star Wars slash Star Trek uh, communities, how they're usually, um, you know, not necessarily fighting, but, you know, there, there are, you can find people that would they, they are Star Wars and will never watch Star Trek or they're Star Trek and they will never watch Star Wars. And I seen it in both ways in this uh, community where someone said something about Star Trek and a person that initially was making fun of Star Trek decided to watch Star Trek for the first time because of the opinions that were in the engagement, the conversation that someone had about a specific show. So this is what I'm talking about. And not necessarily that. If you are a fan, <clears throat> you have something you love. So if you engage, you are going to find people that are actually loving the stuff you like, and you can engage in conversation. And if you are a creator, man, I am hungry for you to post links to your creation. And that way, we can all benefit from the, you know, the entire sci-fi community can benefit from new sci-fi yeah. content. So that's the whole idea. If you're a fan, if you're a creator, share and follow. And we can all benefit from not only the new content that would be for some, but also the engagement and the conversation. And you get for counsel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know what? You know what? You know what? Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, first and foremost, I want to remember everybody that we are part of the Blind Knowledge Podcast Network. So go and check them out and blindknowledgenetwork.com. Uh, no, I think it's blindknowledgepodcast.com. But go to Blind Knowledge Network uh, in Twitter or in Instagram and you can find them. Uh, and then you can click on the link. You can find them in any platform really that you like. But it's a great variety of content creators. We all come together in our Discord channel, which you can join too. Uh, go and check them out. It's fun to be part of them. Now, the hot topic conversation, man. Let's just bring it lead back up. Threads. Yes, it's hot right now. It's. I think it was the most downloaded app uh, right now. Of the century. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's as big, uh, as, big as uh, Apple VR has. Have you seen that, man? Oh my God! Uh, I, you know, I can tell you something about that. It's thirty five hundred dollars. It's, I can see, you know, me. I follow the, I follow sci fi, you know, and all this stuff. Now, when ah, I see you're gonna that, have one. I know you're gonna have one. Well, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise you by saying no. But here's, Ooh. here's why, here's why. Because you don't have your neural link yet. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words. I'm, uh -huh. I'm about to say something. And is telling you the future. So mark my words, you're gonna see this coming to life. So it's, uh, I see sci-fi coming to reality with this. Yes. 
it is, it is. it's going to change humanity as much as the iPhone did. Yes. However, not this Tell version. Tell. Not Tell this version. Story. Like I remember How many gens? How many I, you think? Give me the rubber predictive. Well, just let me let me put it in iPhone mentality, right? Oh, damn, bro. Ten of them? <laughs> let me let me put it in iPhone mentality, right? iPhone 1. I had one. I still have yeah. it, as a matter of fact, somewhere in the drawer. I know. <laughs> you showed it to me. It was amazing. I got it. But the reason why I got it is because I was having, I, I had a bunch of devices with me. And it was tired with the palms and the blackberries. Exactly. <laughs> so it is the first time that I was able to comprise a bunch of devices into one single device. So I didn't yeah. have my pockets full anymore. Yeah. However, the technology wasn't that good. There was a lot of things that I wasn't happy about, but I was content because it was one device. Now, the version two has started changing. And I think that version two of the Vision Pro would probably be the one. What do you, you think, think that the version two, the version two is gonna be like the one that is gonna be the real deal? Kind of. Uh, it's, so, it's well, well, you're saying the pro version, so we're talking about maybe third or fourth generation. Well, let me tell you what issues I have right now. So, well, not necessarily I, but I think what's gonna make this kick on in high gear, right? They gotta solve the problem of the battery, and they gotta solve the problem of the weight. Once they solve those two things, mark my words, humanity it, will be changed. Is heavy? Well, it, see, here's what I visualize. I mean, you've seen enough you sci-fi. You had to look at the Oculus Quest 2, which we use. No, no, but don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. Let's go. I'm going to say one word, and you'll probably agree with me. Cyberpunk. Yeah. In those, XBD, bro. In most, XBDs, bro. XBDs. In most cyberpunk universes you walk down the street and everybody has ar glasses yes. everybody and you can jack into the net this is what this is this is a computer this computer is strong is yes. faster than it, my own computer yes it actually has the next gen uh processor it's bro an m2 so this is a computer oh, yeah. it, it you could watch yeah so this is what i'm talking about i see the future i see cyberpunk future Becoming a reality. However, battery and weight. That would Don't be the you think that the battery, like, I think that's how I use my, my Oculus. It's plugged most of the time. No, but see, you're not going to. I sit gonna... down to use it for 30 minutes. If I sit down to watch something or to read my mangas and shit like that, which I love, just putting music and just putting a 90 screen with yeah. a giant manga. Uh, Oculus is not going to be, unless they do a drastic change. And the thing, the reason why I say battery is because... Not even the pro. It, would you walk with your Oculus in the street? Never. Exactly. So It's heavy. Exactly. So we need a battery so you don't have to be plugged in or you don't have to have that bulky thing on your pocket. Uh, yeah, definitely. So that, that's what I'm saying. Battery and weight, and we have a cyberpunk world becoming a reality. Yep. So, yeah, sorry, I hijacked your, your, I just no, had that's to. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> so we're talking about threads. Um, yeah. 
Don't threat me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the engagement is booming. Oh my God, I'm loving it. Oh, I'm yes. loving so it. We have, we have here Diane Chataway, author Emmy, uh, Emmy Hamilton, Philek Schrang, BK Bass, Degenerative Studio, and author Jendia Gammon. Yes, thank you so much for the engagement and uh, looking forward for the next engagement and the next conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. And also, uh, call connections, man. Uh, Ian. Ian, man. You were, you were just in our mind, man. I just wanted to give, give you a hello. Hope you're doing good, man. Uh, send news, man. We hope that you're doing well. Yeah. And a non-scripted one, man, but Nikki... Yes. Where is, she? Where is she, man? I was glad that she she actually joined our uh, sci-fi console on Instagram. Um, and I was like really happy to see her in. So she's uh, a superstar now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice man. And that's it for today's shout outs. Nikki is the golden brush to close them. There you go. She is the voice of this is sci-fi. Uh, if you heard the end of that clip. That we and everybody, played. go and check her out. Uh, and dear Nikki, her, her Twitter, great podcast. Not safe for work. So you should Not be safe for work. Don't. <laughs> You'll be well, sorry. <laughs> At your own risk. <laughs> you want to use it. Yeah, you want to, you want to, uh, number one, you want to be over 18. Very, very important. And you want to use headphones. Also very important. Unless you're home. You know, noise and, cancellation. And no one so. is around. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I think we're ready, right? Are we? I think we're ready. <laughs> you know, I have is to there, say this. Is there a plot? Is there a plot? I have to, before we get to the plot, I have to say, <laughs> I really have to say this. And you just, you see, we have our mad scientist on mine. Because, um, you know. He, he, he actually educated as well. <laughs> uh, we had the plot because of him in season two, because plot, what was that on season one? <laughs> we were working on some new segment called Captain Chaos Plots, but eh, yeah. I didn't have it every day that good, and it has to be on the run, made out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would have to say, um, before we get into the plot, I think we're addicted to dust. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> this no pun intended. Is is this is this the we're third? To dust. Is this the, the, the lines and the killers? Is, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is this the third dust movie that we covered? Okay, I just thought of a great meme that I want to make out of this video like I want to make it short you're going to say we are did it to dust <laughs> and then when I put a photo of Tony Montana I did so oh my god okay <laughs> Captain Chaos get back on the game come on <laughs> <laughs> so so was this the third dust movie that we have done I think it is no we, we have done although we have watched <laughs> well in this episode yeah because we have watched a lot more <laughs> Yeah, a we've lot consumed dust by the K. <laughs> I, I would have to say, I don't know if you guys have um, seen or heard of dust. Uh, it's basically in, in YouTube. Um, I'm going to tell you what I like the most, and I want to hear 
if you agree or if you have something else. But what I like the most about all the movies that I have seen on Dust so far is the fact that it gets your imagination going at the end, regardless of how long this film is. Now, the one that we're talking about is about six minutes long, I believe. We have covered uh, 14 minutes. Um, Reason why I tell people you can watch this on your poo break and you have time left. Exactly. So, I mean, you could actually, you could literally pause us right now. There's a link to the movie on the description. You can go ahead and watch it and go back and come back to us. It's about six minutes long. And some of the movies, well, actually, every single one of the movies that I watched so far, they leave more questions than they answer. But to me, that's actually not a bad thing because it gets your imagination going. It gets you thinking about the topic. And, and some of those are really deep, deep uh, topics. Not like, you know, Come Fury that we did last episode. <laughs> that was a deep talking. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what do you like the most? I mean, I'm trying to, 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 to let the audience know why we're watching so much dust lately. Um, so what is your perspective? I mean, what is your reason for watching so much dust? Uh, I mean, it's the, the variety of content. Nothing is one thing like the other. To me, dust is like going big. Um, if you like love, death and Roberts, dust is just, just going big on that. It's yeah. just, okay. You want an infinite catalog and easy access. So you can watch whenever, and there are short things just like that. So you can watch it whenever, too. And you can be watch if you want to. Hell yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. It's dust. It's so, dust, man. And it's great movies, man. It's not like you're watching, like, a bootleg, uh, yeah. Yeah. like, poor CGI thing. No, man. It's perfectly made, man. And, and, and if you want to know the reason, if you want to know the reason, I, you know, we are when all I go to, about when I go to watch dust. I end up watching four or five things more. <laughs> yeah, it, because they're short enough. I mean, you, you and then so great. So if yes. you if you want to know the reason uh, to, you know, give it a chance, uh, we he, here at this podcast and even the This Is Sci-Fi hashtag is all about creators, right? And we want to help indie creators like we, right? Most of the people that post films to dust they're they're indie creators or they're they're really talented people they're either trying to make it in the business or, or they are on their way up but and, the most important thing you haven't mentioned yet is everything absolutely everything is sci-fi yes, yes. everything there's nothing on the catalog that is not sci-fi everything is sci-fi so this is something very niche and great to have because i mean how many times I'll go out there and like, I want to watch something sci-fi and, the, and it's sub sub categorized. Sometimes it's like, okay, I'm watching things in the catalog that they are not sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is definitely. But there is like, yeah, you can take for granted. It's, it's sci-fi and it's well-made stuff with good. Content. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody in the ladder from the film, the, the directors, the cast. Oh my God. The CGI, everything is great, man. Yeah. And it surprised me the first time that I watched it, it does. Uh, film what the yep. what surprised me the most was the special effects 
So you have special effects that are like, like big budget movies, right? And it's, it's to me the same quality of Space Troopers. Yeah, it, it's it's Which crazy. To me is a lot to say. We're talking about Space Troopers. Is that what thirty three hundred million dollar movie on CGI? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> same quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to envy. Ain't got nothing on them. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're switching it up here. So, uh, Gio, you have the plot. I got the plot. Are you ready for it? Uh, I'm, I think I am. <laughs> All right. So, the plot says, uh, I don't have Ray's voice, so I won't try to achieve that. Sorry. You're replaceable. You're replaceable Ray. Sorry, Ray. You know, you're, you're completely, uh, we're, we can't replace you at all. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to try to do our best. <laughs> but, you know, he could have done the quote for this one because he's becoming a cyborg. Okay, so Ra, directed by Caleb Lekolsky, is a, uh, is a fight for survival in a solar system where no one can be trusted. A civil war started by subvers uh, subversives they could have never seen coming. A group of fighters, relentless in their quest, to protect their planet, will do everything in their power to emerge the victorious underdogs against the enemy of uh, that appears to always be two steps ahead. This short lives on the edge of the future of the Guardians of the Space grows dim. Uh, uh, well, grows dims in the af uh, afterburner of the spacecraft that may lead the enemy right to them. The subtle ending shows a scene seemingly beginnings it will hit you even harder when you realize the implications of it oh yes you will oh my god <laughs> yes it, it, this movie oh has my god. this movie has I'm a horrible reader <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's okay that's okay this this movie has a lot to unpack in, in just yeah. 6 minutes um I like how this film talks about, uh, obviously, in another, um, if you want to call it universe, another planet, another system, it, it talks about the rise of AI and the fall of civilization. Yes. <laughs> so, my first impression on this, on this film Initialize persecution process for propaganda, <laughs> false propaganda against aliens that are AI. I, I, I was like speechless from the alien design to the story and how it incorporates so much stuff uh, into um, this movie from sci-fi that is kind of like a cautionary tale. Yes. If we are not careful. Um, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. The, be the beginning of uh, Legend from Halo that tells you about the ancient ones. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they reminded me of, even though they don't look the same. I mean, I think that the design for these aliens were amazing, bro. I would yeah. love to watch or read a comic about it. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's one of the bad things about, uh, the only bad thing that I can say about uh, this productions and dust is the fact that you know there's not going to be a part two. There's not going to there's not going to be a continuation to the story because the whole idea 
is for you to make up your own mind and for you to, with the information provided, uh, create your own thoughts on what, you know, what has happened, what is happening and what will happen in that story. Yep. And I love that. I really love oh, that. Yeah. It reminds me of what you do when you play D&D. Yes. Which, by the way, I, I am really considering even just to design a game to buy that game. <laughs> I want to use the wallet money that I have in there. I'm, not, I'm having used it in like a year or so. I'm like, fuck it, I want to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> just to say a freaking cool D&D game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Are we able to like stream that shit at least so like we can actually move the pieces and everything? I'm sure you can. Okay, so mm -hmm. I want to buy it then. We can use it for our D&D night, which if you were in our Discord channel right now, you might know what we're talking about. Everybody's welcome. Yeah, everybody's welcome. We have a D and D uh, game night. Do you imagine like twenty people on a D and D game, man? Well, <laughs> like three days for one round. <laughs> there, there's yeah, there's always a limit. So I mean, right now we are open. What's the limit? What's the limit? What's the limit? Well, I, I'm not going to mention that, but right now we're open, right? So if you that way, that way, that way we can see the people that are interested on D and D now crawling over each other like zombies <laughs> on uh, World War C. <laughs> yeah, so we're open right now. So if you're interested, join in before we close it. So that's all I can say about that. So, um, Gio, what is your first thought? I mean, we were old. Uh, we, we were old, uh, you know, a couple of days old when we watched this film. Um, but what what is your first thought when you watched this film? And I, I'm sure you, you actually watched this first than I did. Yes, and let me put it this way: from even though it's the shortest one, for all the movies that we watched so far, this is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the first thing that took me off that I loved was the aesthetics. Yes, to the point, elegant. I've Very never elegant. Seen something like that. You know what it remind me of, and it's not the same thing. You remember uh, playing StarCraft? Yes. Remember the yes. Protos? Not the Zergs, but the Protos. They were like very beautifully made and they look kind of like Egypt Egyptian with like photon cannons and stuff like that. But they were elegant looking. You remind me of one of the upper ranks of a, of a Protos. Yeah. And it's apparent. I mean, based on the name of this, this movie. But it's know not there's... the same. No, it's not the same at all. They, they went even further with the design on the face. Yeah. Uh, like, like the... The resemblance to like a king cobra or a pharaoh for Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, everything, man. The physique, it, it looked great. And then the, the computers too look pretty cool. Well, I, I was I was just saying the name of this movie indicates that it's some sort of Egyptian uh, influence. Because Ra. Ra, isn't that the sun god? Yeah. So. That's that's a very, very nice Easter egg right there. Really. Hey, <laughs> hey, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was fun too, but I mean the the whole plot then is the best part too. It plays about one of the things that I have more fascination for. You know, I love everything surrounding psychology and behavioralism. Yes, it's, and it, this plays so beautifully about the art of deception and a tactical use employment of it. That is that actually, and and this, <sighs> I find it so incredible that a film so short could have a plot twist so big. Because, yep. I mean, we, we see this guy, uh, we, we don't even, I don't think I even caught a name, but this alien is, is being, is tied up and is being tortured. Um, they... No, 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 no. He's being, 
Motivated. <laughs> Initiating motivation protocol. Motivation protocol. <laughs> oh, how, how should I say it? Initiating motivation that's your, protocol. That's your game master's voice, man. It's oh. the other one. That, yeah, the one that you can say intergalactic on. Right. This one. Initiating motivation protocol. And then you say intergalactic, intergalactic, <laughs> intergalactic, intergalactic. So he, he's been tortured uh, because apparently in this world. Motivated, motivated. They, they, they were the guardians of the galaxy. No point intended. <laughs> and, and there, was, there was no Star Lord. There again. was no Star Lord here. Uh, well, we don't know. He might have been a Star Lord. I didn't but... see anybody with a ridiculous 80s haircut, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe the 80s for them. Right, not for us, but uh, they they were the, the the guardians, right? And they protected the universe, and and there were no raccoons. They were not expecting that the enemies came from within. So the machines that they created, the AI that they used, raised up against themselves, and that's, AI. that's one thing that I can tell you about is the fact that. They knew more about them than them themselves. Of course. And they basically took over in a, a fraction um, of, of time. And so now the, 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 the beings on this planet were being exterminated and they had formed a resistance or a rebellion to try to take their their planet back, their universe back. Um, so in this... And I quote, we will get our independence by your extinction. <laughs> so these, what we see here is in one of those missions, uh, you know, resembles to Star Wars, anyone? In one of those missions, he was captured by the AI, the robotics. Accidentally. Well, we are led <laughs> to believe that it was accidentally. And that's one of the things that the movie doesn't tell you, and it's up to us to interpret. So he was um, captured, and he has been tortured because they wanted the location of the rebel base. Sounds familiar? Star Wars, anyone? <laughs> so he's, you know, he's been belligerent, obviously. I mean, this, are, this is the enemy. I'm not going to tell you anything. Um, he's you been, are mad. Yeah, he's been tortured. And at the end, he escapes. And he found his uh, ship, and he runs away. Now, the plot twist, which hopefully you passed us by now, and you have come back from watching it. Oh, you went to poop already. It's six, it's six minutes. <laughs> it is... <laughs> The plot twist is that the whole thing was staged by the AI. And it's freaky because you see a screenshot, not a screenshot, you see a shot of the monitor screen that the robot A slash AI was using for the interrogation. And the protocol lied because he said, he said initiating killing protocol and in the screen was showing releasing. Releasing. So it was planned that he was supposed to go through all this, they were going to release him, although... They, really, they didn't lie. 
they really motivated him for release. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Isn't that mind blowing? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is oh, a huge escape. plot twist on a six minute movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he escapes, <clears throat> and we see on the screen, uh, um, what is it? Um, they are tracking, tracking, because <laughs> they put a tracker on his ship. Yep. And. And I made one, bro, because you can see that shit blinking red like an airplane on the sky. Yo, we're here. Yeah. And and the next thing we see him say, prepare the ships. So you know they're going to get exterminated. He shouldn't have said that, you know, just to end it better. He should have been like, Lucy, we're going home. Yeah. And you can say like that. You can say with that voice, like, Tommy Judy smacked me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So it, it's it's incredible. I mean, and it's, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, we, we are, we're seeing the, the rise of AI right now, you know, with, with products like, for example, ChatGPT. And it's not hard to believe that these AIs will eventually know more of us than we do. So yeah. it is easy to play, and I can visualize this in this particular film, where they're basically just playing chess. They know how the, this particular humanity, this civilization uh, works, and they're able to predict all yeah. possible computations of what reaction they will take based on the actions from the robots. So it, it, it's, like I said, it's a chess game because they said, okay, we want this done. So what do we have to do to make them do this so we can do that? They control the multiverse, bro. <laughs> they know what to pick and choose where in time. And they know how to do it, error, no error already. <laughs> so they can motivate you to do whatever they want you to do. <laughs> They're literally motivating you to do, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like oh, a God. way of uh, not necessarily brainwashing because they're not. They're Please. just calculating okay. your out. Your we're, out we're here in the internet. I'm going to say it out loud. Facebook, I'll surrender to you. Just treat me well. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I don't think it would be that. I think it would be something mo most likely like you know, either chat GPT or something like it. Okay, I'm going to be a Genesis against chat GPT now. And you know, you know, from the last, <laughs> from, from the last Apple uh, keynote, we know that they are, um, that if they have an eye on this, you know, they're producing a product. And uh, yeah. I, I can, mean, I, I was can curious see. about Mina. Mm, I'm sorry? I was curious about Mina. And I haven't heard much about it. And again, and that was a AI by Google that passed the Turing test, like 89% human. Yeah. <laughs> Conversational. And it's a self-learning AI. And I mean, I'm talking about outdated data for like maybe four years at least. So, yeah. Mina. So imagine what that does now. What I was going to say is uh, Apple, for example, imagine, and this is something that I actually spoke about earlier. And it's something that I wrote about. So if you go to sciencefictionremnant.com and click on blog under the menu tab, 
you'll see there there will be an article there that I, I talk about, you know, AI. And basically, what I was telling about that article is the fact that we're, we're almost close to that Star Trek universe where if you watch Star Trek, you know that you can talk to the computer and the computer will work for you. So like you can tell, and this is basically how computers work. So I can envision already, as soon as I, I saw this, if you're able to attach a voice assistance to an AI as powerful or, or more powerful than ChatGPT, we're living in the Star Trek universe already with that. Yeah. So what, why I'm saying this is because the impression that I got from the uh, latest Apple keynote when they were talking about how they're actually paying close attention to AI and, and they had a different name. They don't want to call it AI. But I ambition, just imagine Siri with a chat it's, GPT engine behind it. Troublesome. Probably is, instead of AI, I, 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 I. <laughs> No, no, no. But seriously, seriously. Imagine um, a, a Siri with a chat GPT engine behind it. That is actually scary. So, because you know, Siri now is dumb, right? Uh, it, it does. It does what's supposed to don't do. Don't say it too loud, bro. Well, you don't want the revenge of the parents what, what <laughs> on your house. Siri, open the door. You're like, no, what I'm saying. What I'm saying. I'm dumb. What I'm saying. Is that dumb? Yeah. What open I'm saying. <laughs> why I'm saying dumb is actually. A, a process of AI. There's a dumb AI. And this is not dumb because I'm being belligerent. It's dumb because it, there's a different type of AI, right? And promise me something. Promise me something. You're going to tell me when you had to call 911 to unlock your house because you're locked from the inside by your Siri. <laughs> no, that, that, has never, that has never happened. That has never happened. Well, but you tell me what happens, okay? <laughs> but, but you know what I'm talking about? Like if you follow, if you read right now about AI, there's a yeah. stage in the evolution of AI where AI, there's a dumb AI. And let me explain what dumb AI is. I'm not saying dumb because I want to be insulting. It's not insulting at all. Dumb AI is the type of AI that goes by algorithm only. It might, it, it's not learning per se. It is done completely by algorithm. So it grows by algorithm. So if so... Isn't the algorithm itself the self-learning AI? No, no, no. I'll explain. Ooh. I'll explain in just a little bit. That let me let me finish with this one. The dumb AI. Uh, so basically, when something doesn't work, the the designers of this AI either create new algorithms or edit the algorithm that is there to fix the issue that happened. But regardless of how well they behave, there's no learning mechanism. Is all algorithm. So now we go into the smart AI. The smart AI has the same engine, the algorithms. However, it has ML, which is machine language. And basically what oh. that is, is able to start dumb because obviously it's only purely algorithm. But instead of having the developers change the algorithms, they actually learn and collect information so the next time a similar situation like that happens, they have more information to take a better decision. So they know, okay, I did this and it didn't work. I did that and it didn't work. I did this. Oh, it worked. So now they go through for that. And that's what I call the smart AI. And 
to me, smart AI is something like ChatGPT, where it was exposed to a huge collection of data sets, and, and now is basically Not just prior learning. to 2021 September. <laughs> <laughs> so now you understand the differences. So Siri, to me, is a dumb AI. is is basically all done by algorithms. Um, now I that you were being critical, but honestly, I could be more critical than you because I think that ChatGPT is a good potential what a good AI could be, but it's not a smart one. Well, it's if you look at it from that perspective, remember ChatGPT is fairly in its infancy. You say VR was going to revolutionize ChatGPT is that the next generation of this, it's going to be it. But you hear what I just said? What? ChatGPT is in its infancy. Yes. So it is going to be slightly dumb. Remember what I said, when you have it, a brand new AI and you release it, it's dumb. It's a dumb AI because it's, it's only, um, it's, it's just depending on its um, algorithm. It okay. hasn't had enough time to learn. As a matter of fact, you pointed out what what is the year that you can look back? Uh, twenty twenty one September. Exactly. They were created by, so like some historical data, uh, if it cannot be confirmed by all sources, it will not make that decision. Also. Exactly. So so it's trying to be. It's good because it's trying to be uh, unbiased about trying to give you a conception of reality. Exactly. So, so it it won't want to tell you something that could be considered conspiratory or non-proven by history, historic science and tell you that it's a fact when it's not, when it's not proven. That's it. So that, I think it's very useful too, but it doesn't give you any data too at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let me tell you something scary, right? And Well, at least what I consider scary, and you let me know if you if you agree with this or not, but um, like I said, ChatGPT is in its infancy, right? Yep. When it was released, people freaked out on how good this AI was um, when you ask it questions, right? Yeah. Um, but just have in mind that when it was released, it was released after the machine learning, uh, you know, system within that, that AI was exposed to a huge data set of the internet, right? Now, to put this in perspective, that was enough to make people say, wow, this thing is amazing, right? Oh, oh my God. What do you think ChatGPT will become after now is open to the world? Not only is it having the data set interaction that, there was, that it was fed to it. Obviously, it was a huge, huge data set that was fed into it. But now yes. it has the interaction of everybody in the world. Now, I have something funny. The junction with that, you know what's not gonna change? Mm. The copy paste chain emails of Nigerian princes that <laughs> want to send you millions of dollars to your bank account. Well, <laughs> I have bad news for you. If with funky emails I that actually change every time that you reply to that. I have bad news for you. Not only is it gonna be able to do that. But those emails will be a lot more accurate and a lot more deceiving because AI knows more about ourselves than we do. That's scary. That would tell that AI actually has access to our personal, very sensitive data, like bank account information. That would be scary. 
Well, not uh, not at this point, and I don't think that becomes a reality. I mean, there's a lot of things that come into play. The, for the way, like and that. I think that you and I have spoken about this, but the way that, and it's one of the main concerns, like, that's why I'm not getting, for sure, uh, Neuralink, not for all these decades, is security concerns. And the way that you explained to me is that even though security eventually get can get overcome, uh, it's usually way behind the generations by the time that it gets there. So it's like uh, the most high security, you see probably processes like blockchain. Blockchain is a very, very high secure uh, process. For somebody to break that off right now is considered impossible. There's nothing that can break it off. By the time that that gets to be something breakable or decryptive, probably there's going to be more than a 10 different generations new of higher uh, and more complex systems for security systems too. Now I can, I can uh, tell you a different story from a security standpoint. Um, yeah. As you know, not only did I take security on um, the university, but I work security for the company that I work for. And you were a bouncer in one of the street clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so what I can tell you is this security all over the place. The, the um, systems that they are created, like the one you just mentioned, I cre are created by humans. If it's created by human, it could be break by a human. That let that sink in. Let me put it this way: when I finished that, that class, that blockchain is great. And you know what blockchain is, right? Yes, I know. I know. If it was created by human, it could be break. It could be broken by human. And I know this on the. In, in all of you out there who have gone to the university and have taken that security class, um, obviously you have to be in IT to be able to take that. You know what I'm talking about. I couldn't sleep for three months after I took that so, class. So is it that simple to no, it's that simple. access all the, the computers because it's a net of different computers in the cloud? It's that simple. And, and access to that code that actually is in all of them that is different it's but not, it's linked between each other. It's, it's not simple. And modify it too? It's not, not simple. To leave a thread of breadcrumbs? It's, it's not simple, but it's not impossible. But it's not impossible? Shit, that's scary, bro. Exactly. Dude, I tell, I'm telling you, after I took that class, I couldn't sleep for three months. I mean, I couldn't you, even use a USB. Can you give me that reason not to sleep for three months, please? I could not. I could not use a I USB. I want to read Cavill online and not leave, but, and not do, not, not do a Hansel and Gretel shit. But I, are, <laughs> you you, are you listening to what I said? I couldn't use a USB drive. That's how scary it was. That's fine. I am already accepting of the fact that I've been doing it unknowingly, <laughs> that I've been fucking myself over. <laughs> so that's fine. It's like, hey, the best way to hide is right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I mean, no, I'm, I'm cautious. Like, I don't go, like, in Tor or, like, dark web. Like, I tried once. I went to, like, the Silk Road, the black market. I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> Never use it again. Ever. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't mean to scare people that are listening to the podcast, but no, that is scary going to it, the dark web. Don't it, do it. Don't it, do it. No, but I'm talking about, and I'm talking about the dark web. I'm talking about the, the security and, and IT. Uh, oh, yeah. Check your SX messages. <laughs> hack, hack that shit up. <laughs> so, if you, um, basically, the only hope 
And we probably talked about this in previous episodes and also private conversations. The only hope that I have for security is when we finally get quantum computing. Now, my question to you is, do you believe differently than in this movie that is portrayed a totalitarian system for AI? That they could be really AI against AI like it's portrayed in the Matrix? If it, if it reaches that level of, you know, singularity, yeah, it, it is implied that it, so it will... You're, you're saying that the Matrix then negates singularity. No, no, no. You're not, not even letting me finish the sentence. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to finish it? <laughs> okay. So, for AI, when it reaches singularity by definition it is a, a a state of ai that is indistinguishable from us to the point that they feel you know the only question would be do they have a soul but they are just as as self-aware as we are right but so that doesn't make the question if it's a hive kind of system or there are individual entities within it well, if doesn't, you doesn't if, even touch that, if that, you right? let, if you let me finish, because <laughs> <Okay. Aww. laughs> uh, I'm trying to answer your question, but let me let me finish it up. So, if you have a a system, an AI system that reaches singularity, you know, it, it is as undistinguishable from humans as we are, right? They're they're just the same. Then, by definition. They have free will. Do we agree with that? Yeah. So we are social animals. And you have found, like if you, if you look into society, it's very easy to find, that you have the followers and the leaders. Ooh, and you ooh, have ooh, the rebels, ooh. right? So you have people that are, they just want to follow, right? You have people that want to lead. Uh, and you have the rebels. Right, people that the flag they 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 can uh, they actually go on their own flag. So, if we reach singularity, and, and again, this is a big if. This is very me thinking. I mean, we haven't ex we haven't been exposed to this at all. It just kind of makes sense in my head. So, by definition, because they are close to us, they will behave like us in that matter. Where you have systems, they might choose to follow and form a hive, right? You have um, systems that might choose to lead that hive. And you have systems that might go rogue. Or maybe you have another system that creates a hive. One person lead, I mean, one AI leads that hive. And that hive doesn't agree with another hive. And then you have a war between AIs. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it would determine then superior superiority with, within AI itself. And that would be kind of hard. That war would be really it, hard. It would be scary because at the end of the day, if the side that is on your behalf, at least not caring to destroy you, doesn't care for that, you're fine. But if the other one is the winning one, 
one of the ones kills all the humans. You fucked, Because <laughs> in logical looking at it, they're all computers and it's just updating itself. So the best, the fittest is the one that's going to come up as the last one. And yeah. it's going to be the fittest because that's the one that kills all of them. Exactly. And if that wants to kill you, it's going to kill you too. <laughs> Singular For that reason, I find singularity scary because since they are like humans, they have the same, uh, well, similar mentality. I want to make where... a t-shirt for sci-fi remnants. It's going to be a hand with a grenade. It says, Viva la EMPs. <laughs> Viva la EMPs. Um, so basically, you will have AIs that they're nice. You have other mm -hmm. AIs that are mean because they, they are uh, in that manner, in that way. Then they apply to what I just said before in previous episodes where you are a product of your surroundings and experiences. So if you isolate an AI, and again, I'm just talking, I mean, this, you know, we're not scientists here. We're not we're scientists, programmers. We're scientists. You to be part of the scientific community. <laughs> Ray said it. He's a scientist. Ray said it. His words, not mine. So we're scientists. <laughs> These are scientific theories. Well, not fact yet, but they're theories. Yeah, and, and we are very curious. If you're listening to this conversation and you have thoughts and maybe you disagree with anything that we're saying, please, that's the reason why we have any engagement. You can call our hotline. You can reach out through uh, uh, threads, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Discord, and, and let's have a conversation about this. This is something that, uh, again... Yeah, free counsel. Yeah, free counsel. So <laughs> listen, listen to this. And, and something that you haven't realized, uh, Captain Chaos, look at the timer. On a six-minute movie. Yeah, man. And I'm like, look at all the shit that we can talk about what you can watch in a poo-poo break. Yes. So Duty-free. You can watch this duty-free. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to what I was saying, that's what's so scary about the, the singularity is that they have, uh, eventually will have the mental capacity, but they would have more power. Than the you human. think they're gonna be a mix of bio, biological and mechanical life form to be that advanced? That is I hard. Think, yes, that is hard to tell because bio bio equipment. At, let me say bio equipment, right? Uh, yeah. It it is limited. I mean, you could do more. To a few exceptions, right? I mean, think about it. Imagine, imagine using something that uses the surface of a solar panel, so it's solar beams, or so or UV lights. Okay, so it can even fed, be fed by a lamp in its key. Chobits. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but not, not, not only that, so it's already energy, energetically autonomous, but mm -hmm. it's sentient and it looks like a human. Okay, so just yes. put all the inside. Uh, distributed perfectly, but it doesn't need any kind of fueling, and its system is completely made not to deteriorate and reuse itself like using some kind of photosynthesis. Yeah, and to go back to that and to add to what you just said, just um, with air, the the bio <laughs> bioengineering, it, it's it's a fascinating area for me, and it's. Basically, in its early, early, early infancy, right? There's a lot of theories. But imagine that you have one of those AIs that yeah. would create a bio um, body for itself, right? 
And let me explain what the, the bio body deals with cells. So yep. if it's broken, it could add or repair itself. Now think about that for a minute. That is scary. So that's basically combining AI and that's bioengineering. Not, that's not Wolverine shit right there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at cells right now, I mean, we go through cells every day of our bodies. We, we get new cells and that cells go, go out. So we're a new person uh, every, every so often. But if you like cut yourself, let's say, for example, you get a paper cut, uh, you notice how the body rushes to try to fix itself. And eventually, in a, say about in a couple of weeks, you look at the scab is already gone and the, there's, no, there's no entrance already. There's no blood coming out because it's already repaired the skin. Yep. And that's what I'm talking about, bioengineering. This is biology. So when you're able to replicate that in bioengineering and mix it with AI, that is also scary. Yep. Because you know this, this AIs cannot die, well, except for EMP. So they're not going to yeah. experience, well, at least I don't think they will experience or want to experience pain. Oh, I got a better message now for the grenade thing. It's going to be like, send AI to Nirvana. I want to make those t-shirts, man. <laughs> Viva la EMP and send those AI to Nirvana. <laughs> With a mandala coming from behind of it. <laughs> oh, wow. So, what? Hey, I, I am inclusive, man. I love AI, actually. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just bullying them today. I'm yeah, bullying AI today. <laughs> AI, AI has, a, has its benefits, and... and it doesn't take it personal, man. You guys think how great is that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing, the important thing is, is using it as a tool, right? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I still can't believe what I have heard uh, when, especially when ChatGPT first started, that there are students out there who are actually using it to do their homework. Um, that is incredibly stupid. It's faulty. Um, by, 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 by definition, it's faulty, man, because how stupid I am to put money into a degree and then not write my paper. And so learn. If, I am, if I actually don't learn, okay, so I'm cheating myself right there. What am I paying for? But second, then I'm going to talk about it, and I didn't write it. I know shit about anything that I wrote exactly. about. So I'm going to make a fool of myself. Yeah. And, and why? Yeah, no. I, I'm telling for, you, for putting me my, myself through that hell, I'd rather just do the job myself. Yeah, <laughs> and actually learn and be able to fluently speak about it. So, so here how here's how I I think the usage of AI should go. Right. Um. Let's say for example you're writing an article or whatever, an article or, or a paper, whatever it is. And before, you had to spend so many hours researching where those peer reviews are. And then once you have all that information that you can write in your own style, because your style makes you. Like, I can write the same thing you do, and my style will always be different than yours. We can have the same exact information and 
one person might like the way that I write it the because of my style. And the different wording used and the different type of writing that we use exactly. for input, even if it has the same values inside of it. And all of that is going to change completely to a specific different result that is not the same. Exactly. So now with AI, you're able to cut that research time in half. You still have to research, right? So AI can actually provide you where you can find those a lot faster than you're searching for it. So then what you do is you grab that, you grab that list and you go to those sources that were provided. Not you, only that, I'll tell you something, because studying can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Mm -hmm. We all know it. But the fun thing is to find things that captivate you on the paper or, mm -hmm. the, or the matter of discussion. Because that's what you should capitalize, mm -hmm. you know? Even though you learn about everything else, but they will ask you for opinions at cer certain points, you can capitalize in the ones that you actually feel more interested, that it will be so much easier to learn about and more enjoyable, yeah. you know? Yeah. And AI can help you that, too. Yeah. So you got to find those articles, and you got to review them yourself. Because that's another thing, too. AI is not at that point where... Uh, if it provides for if if provides for example five sources for you, uh, I can almost guarantee that three of those sources are not going to be valid. But even that's at what that, you always try to, that's what you always try to achieve for peer-reviewed uh, journal journalist papers. And it can provide that. ChatGPT could provide peer review. However, you have to validate them yourself. You have yes. to go in there. You have to see. I mean, how is this applying to? Because it it. It's faulty at times, right? Uh, no, run it, run it, run through an, an engine. Mm -hmm. When it when it gives you the plagiarism them or the reference mark. Oh, it, that's not going to work. Click, no, not even from the engine. No, anything that is written by ChatGPT, that's the issue that most universities are having. Because no, but, but the and the engine is going to give you the the reference of the link that it will take you directly to the peer review paper, isn't it? Yeah, but ChatGPT does that for you already. So might as well just. Just take the sources from there and then and run with it. Um, but what I'm saying is you uh, want to read that, the sources. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need to. And then the point. even if it writes it for you, you want to go like Frankenstein it because it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be 100% accurate. There's always going to be some inflectuations. So, or I have a great idea. Don't, don't tell people not to do it, but Robert, people do it, do it, do it. Uh, you need to go to a plagiarizing engine and run it five times, and then you post whatever comes out of it, even if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. I, I've seen some funny shit online. <laughs> people that what people would do, bro. <laughs> you just say that they need to watch the effort. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. I, I Yeah. We're, we're all in agreement with that. Um, but AI... It, it, it's, it's slightly scary because yeah. it has so much power. So going back to the film, you know. Ah, you're not going back to the future? <laughs> well, technically the film is the future of some other civilization. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, I don't know. Ancient you don't know. Maybe, maybe that is us in the future. Four arms? Hey, man. Yeah. That's perfect. I, I can hug my baby and grab her booty at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i'm Always gonna with my mind on the target <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask you right you recommended this film 
I watched it and I was like, oh my God. So, and, and you know, I have been talking for a long time about my points and what I find, you know, what I was thinking, what I was watching this film, which is a lot. But for the record, that this was too short, that we might not. <laughs> yeah, six, <laughs> six minutes, six minutes. Yeah, um, sure, so what, what appealed to you on this film? Is there a particular scene that you enjoy the most? And what were your thinking or what were your thoughts when you were watching this film? Well, I enjoyed the, I think, I think that it was purposely done so. Oh, yes. But, but the, the implied language used by the AI, it was funny. It was good comedy to me. Yeah. To me, that was comedy at its finest, like intelligent comedy. Because they remember saying motivation product overall. <laughs> and he's torturing the fuck out of this guy. So he's like, this is just hilarious. Motivation my ass. <laughs> and then the realization, man. You know, like, no, he actually motivated it. <laughs> yeah. It was actually motivation. So they were oh not lying. Yeah, bro. But, and, you know, like, that's that's like next shit level you know <laughs> it's like uh, it's like this joke i took a shit in an elevator and then it says same shit different level same shit different story <laughs> <laughs> no that that was like next level man like it was amazing it was very very well done and intelligent uh the, the way that the plot is done uh, and you talking about one of the things that i share more interest i was just telling you before which is uh psychology yes. and it, there's a lot of psychology here, man. How how useful. I can compare this to a video that I watch of a psychology 101 teacher. He puts two circles on a board uh, by with a projector. One is blue, one is pink. They don't look the same. And mm -hmm. then he tells you that they are not the same, but they tell you to pick which one you think. By the coloration, one of them looks bigger. Everybody choose. He told you that they're not the same. That he told you... See, everybody can be manipulated because they were the same. You might have the heartbeat uh, sense of they might be the same, but I made you disqualify that reality and choose against your own nature. So just like that, this also proved how useful the tactical use of manipulation can work, mm -hmm. you know, because, I mean, he thought probably that he was doing the best for everybody by holding information when he was being questioned and motivated uh, or, or basically when he left, he, th he thought I, he, yeah, I really escaped from freaking perfect robots. Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, better if he took a whole down civilization, why you think you're better off just escaping there? I think that the smart thing to be done. And maybe that's what he did. If my hero here, uh, makes it up to my expectations, he's not going to the rendezvous point. You know, he's, he's that He's is... going to a lost point and just taking them off from the tail or just keeping them going off like some Obi-Wan can always say that you want to follow me, Darth Vader? You got to have to come with me to the middle of no freaking nowhere. Leave the rebels go. That is a great thing about this film. That's what I it like. It is the great thing. I played about... on my head. Like it is either or, and I'm hoping that he is not really being released, that he's letting them on because if he doesn't play out to their expectations, they're just bringing a fleet to the middle of no freaking nowhere. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that, he's going to be given for dead, thankfully. And even he, if he is as a warrior, he will feel he's uh, 
Destiny. And if no, if he's smart and he wants to survive, you can drop your freaking ship somewhere and just get another one. So yeah. you cannot leave any trail. Yeah, yeah. Surely he doesn't have anything inside his skin that can track it down because he got to fry it up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but yeah. I mean, this, this is like all the things that I love about the movie that kept me thinking. It was like the finishing of, the ending of Inception, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, what? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree 100% with you. Uh, and, and again, we, were, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the uh, show, but uh, it, it's a great, it's the great thing about most of the uh, movies on Dust. Uh, but yep. this movie in particular, it's, it's, it's the amazing thing about the ending is that the fact that um, you could actually make your own mind based on the information you were provided. And I'm actually really, really curious uh, for all, uh, our, all of you listening to our show, uh, if you can reach out to us and let us know. Not what only is that, your thought? Here, here's my request to you, Robert. If Ray likes this movie and he wants to cover it, we'll do a second part of it. And we're gonna call it Rara. Ramete con sai. Ramete. No ramete. Ramete. No Ray Pie. Ray Pie. But Ray yeah. Pie. Uh, but and just to close on a segue to what you're saying, come and join us in our Discord. Hey man, it's super lit over there all the time. Yeah, we we're you know you you're you're missing out on the watch parties, and you're definitely missing out. On whenever we're watching stuff that gets my heart going. The AI art is just great. <laughs> you, you, you're missing out on me being disturbed. <laughs> by <a movie. laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, man. So I guess we have reached a point of the show where uh, we're going to ask the last question, which is. Is oh, that the climax? What is your final thoughts? That point of the show is the climax, right? Yeah, it is. Climax. <laughs> yeah. It is so easy to, <laughs> to mind control Captain Chaos, you know? <laughs> so what what are your final thoughts on this uh, on this film? On this film, man, oh my God. This movie is great, man. Everybody should watch it. I've watched it more. And I'm not ashamed to say it, maybe 24 times. Yeah, and it's easy to watch it many times because it's the length, you know, six minutes. Dude, you can watch so much, so many of these in six minutes. Man, I've watched this over 20 poopoo breaks. <laughs> 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 and I'm not ashamed. Uh, I think that it's a great movie. You don't have to be sci-fi junkie for it. Yeah. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about Dust is... You don't have to be sci-fi junkie, and chances are you're going to enjoy everything you catch in it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, to me, is the perfect world world meets meet of sci-fi junkie, and you don't have to be a sci-fi fan to love this. Definitely. That's why it does is. And this movie is like the top so far. Even though it's short, I wish it was a bit longer. Or that yeah. there are more parts to be cooked. Yeah. That's the research I got to do now. But I will suggest it to everybody. I think that this movie is like one of the best. I mean, I like the most this one right now from the whole set. And all the other ones are great. All yeah. the ones that we cover and the ones that we watch, they're just fantastic. But this is my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> this, 
my final thoughts is actually it is very apparent if you think about that this movie is six minutes long and we are at the one hour and 21 mark talking about this film it got me thinking a lot and i think for a sci-fi film that is a big plus at least to me it is where it has a lot of not necessarily a lot of topics but the few topics because i mean you know it's a six minute movie so it, it, it's it, it could only hold that many topics a lot can but happen in six minutes it it has the 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 topics that it does have has the capacity to make you think and i think that's the great thing about um any sci-fi film and not only that but it's open if you like thinking if you like thinking if yeah if you like thinking well you can watch this without not thinking and still enjoy it but i think the enjoyment comes from you analyzing what you have seen and not only that but the way that the film is ended and i know some people don't quite like open-ended stories uh but from what we have seen and from the information that was provided to us within the film one of the things that i enjoy about this is the fact that you can make your own mind as to what would be the ending or what would happen next um and i think that's the fun part of it at least to me it's really fun to be able to you know have a conversation about what that would be and my challenge to you is you know you could watch this you could pause this watch this come back it's it's six minutes really short and then reach out to us and let's have a conversation let's see if you agree with us um if you like those type of films if you don't um but also the let's end have, let's have hated debates about it if you don't please yeah captain chaos is available I'm looking for haters. I'm looking for haters. There's a couple of spots open. And so there's few opportunities there for hating growth towards me. So, so the other ones we gain fans. So um, let's have a conversation about what you think the ending is or will be. That is something that I find really fun. So reach out to us. Uh, you can uh, reach out to us on Discord. Uh, let's go ahead and have a conversation about that. Um, uh, you could also reach out to us on YouTube uh, through the, you know, a month after this is released. Uh, it's going to be on YouTube and I do read the comments. So you could uh, reach out to us that way. Um, also, if you can go into Twitter, you can go into threads, you can go into Instagram and reach out to us. Let's have that conversation. I'm really curious to see how many other possibilities you guys might come up with the ending of this film awesome so that concludes the episode should we move on to the next uh, uh, segment we shall proceed to the next movement the science and sci-fi oh hello that's my cousin <laughs> <laughs> That's my other cousin <laughs> from the farmlands. Awesome. So, as you can tell, 
Ray has us trained. <laughs> we are part of the scientific community. <laughs> so what do you have for us, uh, Captain Chaos? I'm trying to load it up because, of course, I made the great decision <laughs> to try to open something new I'm trying, which is AI with video editing and uh, scripting. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. So, but I have the science and the sci-fi actually, the art of deception and employment of tactical warfare. Wow. That's what I got. I actually had a paper written down about it when I first watched the movie. Oh, nice. Uh, and it just speaks about like uh, with a, a sort of small scientific and psychological data about how it can be used properly. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing just, just to bore everybody, but yeah, yeah. just to go short with it. Uh, it says that psychological warfare in, my, uh, in the myth direction. Deceptive tactics in warfare heavily rely on exploiting the psychology of the enemy forces. The human mind, and I think that that's a human thing that it's not really human only, it's any sentient being or that relies on emotion at some degree, mm -hmm. which is what makes us human. Uh, it's considered human. It's a fellow human. That, that to me is the essence of human. So you don't necessarily have to be an earthling to be human. This uh, extraterrestrial force that we see in the movie, Ra, he looks very human on his behavior. Honor, yeah. sto stoicism. These are very primitive, basic things of human warfare. Stoicism and honor. Pride. And you see it all over the character. Body language, everything. Every word. Yeah. And basically, it says that the human mind is prone to cognitive biases, which is true. That's why we sometimes have discussions. And I mean, I think it's a great achievement that we both are completely open to other possibilities. Most people aren't that sad <laughs> for being biased. Just, just for that, for being biased. But like, wait, maybe what I know is not absolute. Maybe let me listen, listen out. Mm -hmm. That's it. That have no, no promises made, but nobody wants to even do them, man. <laughs> and and that's very, very basic, actually, yeah. on, on most most folk. You know, that's not like something to look down upon or anything. I actually saw a statistical study that says that out of the whole population of humans, eighty percent don't have the critical thinking to stand up to an authority that passes a law, even if it's inhuman or inconstitutional. That's the vast majority already of the world population, statistically speaking, by behavioral patterns. They would not question it. Wow. So uh, it makes it harder for AI too, uh, for people that will fight AI, you know, because AI will use this as advantages too. Yeah, definitely. Which will, which will tell a lot of why would they have been taken down from the inside. They also rely a lot on AI because they have machinery and, and high-tech uh uh, military equipment, their their warships and their guns, probably. So I I will venture to say that even though they were fighting a AI, they did rely on it. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a big. And I mean, it's difficult not to. It's like how can you fight at the same heights if you're not using something alike and it's not ruled by technology? <laughs> yeah, it's that like there's no other way. That's why even when we look at a lot of 
uh, videos for even Elon Musk says himself is that the best outcome is not to antagonize it and it's going to be to join in with it. It's the only way of survival. If we try to look any other way, any sentient is going to turn on us because he's going to have a survival instinct if he's sentient. Yeah. Awesome. The end of the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you, yeah, you going to post this article? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to post the article. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the movie so I could refer to it when I post the article too. Mm-hmm. That, that way it kind of plugs into the, instead of being there before talking about a movie that we haven't posted yet. Yeah. Because yeah. I have a couple of articles about things that we haven't even posted yet or like record about. But like I said, no, I don't want to post it long before, even though I could refer to it back when, when I'm recording, if I forget about it, because it's too old or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for, for, yeah. for uh, and before you continue, I just want to point out to the audience that if you go to sciencefictionremnant.com and you click on blog on the menu, uh, you will be able to read all the articles that we have written so far. And um, you'll see uh, soon. Uh, Captain Kia's articles will start populating. So, and I'm a heck of a fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, if you are watching this on YouTube a month later, uh, there is a QR code you can scan and it's going to take you straight to our site. Uh, but if you're listening to our pod uh, the day that it airs, all you have to do is go into sciencefictionremnant.com and, and click on the blog link. And please, personally, I ask you for this. You can reach out to my Instagram. When you see it on the screen or the YouTube on your cell phone, tell me how do you please. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. So uh, this. Uh... You know, you people holding their cell phones and thinking like, how do I scan it actually? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this actually concludes our episode. I uh, really hope that you enjoyed uh, this, uh, not only this episode, but the film that we covered uh, and the topics that we talked about. Um, reach out to us and let us know what you think, uh, especially on a very curious point of the ending of this film. I want to see um, how many possible uh, endings you guys uh could come up with based on your particular yeah. perception. Uh, so you must retire. You must retire now, I man. You're gonna hit the sack, probably. Robert's gonna hit the sack, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So again, you can go into sciencefictionremnant.com and um, follow us there. Uh, you could join us on Discord, and let's continue this conversation going. Uh, if you want to help the show. Um, uh, you know, more than just listening, because we really, really appreciate your listening, following, and sharing our episodes. You have no idea how much we appreciate that. Uh, but if you want to do something a little bit more, uh, we do have a Buy Me a Coffee account. Uh, you can go in the description. will be on the, on the... We don't like to be picky, but only lattes, please. <laughs> if you're watching the video, you can scan the code. And uh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, you can go into and help us out. And Patreon, you can get some only Gians. There you go. Only Gians and Patreons. <laughs> only in Patreons. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so that concludes this episode. Uh, again, uh, we thank really, you, really thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Um, your continuing support by uh, listening, sharing, following the show, um, and the engagement. That is amazing. Thank you so much for the engagement. I'm heartless, so for the bottom of all my lungs. <laughs> for the bottom of my lungs. <laughs> So again, thank you so, so much. And we will see you on future episodes. And then episode protocol. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, this is all for now. Reach out to us and let us know what do you think about this episode. Share your comments and let us discuss this episode and any ideas on topics you would like us to discuss on future episodes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sci-Fi Remnant. Would you like to join our Discord server? The link is posted in the description. Remember, if you like this show, do share, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Doing this will help others find and enjoy this show. Thank you. See you next time. This is Science Fiction Remnant, signing off.